Well, first she must know the science behind the show. She says, how do lesbians have sex? She asked me, how do lesbians have sex? She understood how two guys do, but how do lesbians have sex? All right, do not adjust your dials. This is Sapphic Swingers podcast episode number 68 we're back already wow our <laughs> listeners aren't gonna have to wait another six months well they can just hit pause <laughs> <laughs> i'm tiffany and i'm rachel and we're happy to be sitting down with you we got to thinking that we've been doing this for over 10 years now so we thought it'd be kind of fun to go through our, our decade of decadence we got in the lifestyle in 2013 and it has definitely been a wild ride we've had absolutely incredible times we fucked up every now and then Um, i never fuck up never but we feel very mature as swingers now i think (laughs) did we level up (laughs) i think we leveled up okay okay (laughs) we've learned a lot from our experiences yeah so we thought we'd uh, just chat about some of them think it might be kind of fun to to relive some stuff from what so that was then and this is now for us kind of kind of deal sounds good All right, babe. So let's kick this off. So how have we changed since joining the lifestyle back in 2013? I'd say confidence has definitely grown. Uh, I'm actually pretty much a big introvert. I know I say it and everyone (laughs) laughs. They're like, no, it's not true. Although I have felt more introverted lately. (laughs) But yeah, confidence for sure. And sexual confidence for sure. Mm -hmm. Interesting with that. I have known you for several years in our vanilla life, and you were always the life of the party and everything when we went out. But every time that we're in a lifestyle situation, I see kind of a new you and a lightness and a confidence that is just so amazing and refreshing. And I know I mentioned that to you on our first cruise. I was like, I just watch you and you like you just have a different level of energy and excitement when you're around lifestyle friends. Well, that's a big compliment. So thank you. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, I would 100% agree on the confidence. And going along with feeling more confident, it drove us to obviously go to the gym more more often, even though we were always very athletic, playing softball and various sports, as, as most lesbians do. <laughs> uh, yeah, knowing that we were going to be naked in front of other people and at nude beaches and things like that, it certainly gets you motivated to want to look your best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think going back to the confidence thing, the energy, like for me, it's just being around people that are with that sexual energy and they, you know, when it's a good, good, good energy, I, I pick it up and I, I get supercharged. Yeah. <laughs> you feed, you feed on the energy for I sure. Do. I am a succubus for that. Yes. <laughs> I love that about you. Yeah. It definitely amps me up when I see you in your element. Mm, thank you. I would say one way we have changed is becoming better communicators. Mm-hmm. Pre-lifestyle, I know that any time that I ever brought up conversations that dealt with emotions or were kind of serious, like I literally needed to like strap you down. Hey, <laughs> we got there, yes. <laughs> Once we were thinking about joining the lifestyle, there was so much that we had to communicate about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it really opened up our communication style. Yeah, a lot of the podcasts we listened to before we finally got the courage to go to trapeze the first time uh, really helped us out, too, mm-hmm. like a ton. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's kind what, of what to expect, what to discuss, what boundaries to create. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's definitely been a 
super positive change since joining mm-hmm. the lifestyle. I would say that we have also become introduced and somewhat connoisseurs of quite a bit of sex toys now. <laughs> <laughs> that has been something that's changed. <laughs> Pre- <laughs> pre-lifestyle, did we even... Um, I mean, I had had sex toys with previous partners, but I kind of tossed those all out, and I wanted you and I to start fresh with mm-hmm. our collection, mm-hmm. and we really didn't have any. Not many at all, and they weren't good quality. Like, And then when we got Lifestyle, we realized what really good quality was because we started talking to Mickey Mallory for uh, Casual Toys, and he knows his stuff. <laughs> he so- absolutely knows his stuff, and I think we have a discount code. Uh, I think it is... Uh, FSU. FSU. Fuck shit up. Yep. But just put FSU. Uh, yeah, he's got some great stuff, and he'll he'll recommend just good quality stuff. So check him out, for real. That was just a, a, an inadvertent advertising there, but they are fantastic people. And, like, he, they really, every time we see them, we just saw them at uh, PCAP in Miami. It's just, talk about energizing and, talk, and talking about sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually said to them, I was like, honestly, it makes my heart happy when I see you guys. Yeah, it was wonderful to be able to catch up, albeit very briefly in Miami. Well, there was busy, and, and we did a little surprise visit. So yeah, we'll talk about that on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we were and we were only there for <laughs> for one night. Yeah, for one night. One night only. <laughs> swingers. It was a busy night. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, back to our schedule programming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so become a lot more. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, experience toys. with sex toys. Yeah, and. Uh, I think we're going to get more into that with the fantasy section of our chat today, right? Oh, are we? You are mean we? you actually <laughs> planned out a, a little outline uh, for this episode? Well, I had some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> One of the big changes in since joining the lifestyle was friendships. We had always had a lot of vanilla friends, but our but once you meet lifestyle people, it's it's kind of hard to go back to vanilla settings and. It's amazing how close and deep and beautiful mm-hmm. the friendships are that you make in the lifestyle. Yeah, totally agree. And that kind of leans to, towards one of the negatives of lifestyle for us was we, we lost a lot of those vanilla friendships because we started doing things that were very different from what you know people in our circle of friends like to do or would mm-hmm. do. And it kind of drove a wedge through it and it sucked, you know, you know, it's not all on them or on us. I think, you know, maybe it's both of us that, that caused the, the friendship to end, but it's sad. And I wish they would have talked to us about it. It's actually really sad because when we look at our wedding book and we look at the people that were our closest friends and biggest supporters in our life at the time of our wedding in 2011, mm-hmm. it's sad that we are really not friends with a lot of those people anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It breaks my heart. It really does. Yeah. And that's just one of the one of the negatives of it. <laughs> and we tried to be as open as we could with them. I mean, our closest our closest vanilla friends. We sat down and kind of told them what we were up to. Mm-hmm. Told them that this that neither of us are cheating. cheating on each other. We are feeling very loved, and this is only making our relationship better. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's sad that we lost a lot of those friendships. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but hey, we're still having fun, ain't we? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I can also think of that maybe is kind of a negative is we have become better liars in the sense oh, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that we aren't out to my family and my family is super inquisitive. Like I don't understand why they ask as many questions as they do, but I know that they love us. Um, but so it has been it is in case been, you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> it has been quite hard to 
We have some really, really bad winds today here in Colorado. So one of our, one of our little blind things is just scraping up against the wall like a freaking 1970s horror movie. It's fantastic. <laughs> I wasn't born until the end of the 70s, and I would not watch a horror movie. So that reference is completely lost on me. Well, just close your eyes. Picture <laughs> some creep, creep outside creepy. trying to get in. Yeah, I, I can. And it, and it actually is super creepy because it's right by my window. Oh, that's creepy. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, But okay, so as I was saying, I feel like we've become better liars because we've literally had to make up stories and stuff to protect our secret life. And I hate that we have to do that. And I feel guilty about it because I am very close to my family and tell them a lot of things. But we haven't come out to them yet. Yeah. That is a negative because I feel bad. Yeah. To to be so dishonest, but also they're not going to... (laughs) okay we need to pause this to fix that (laughs) so the creepy man has been handled hopefully okay so back to our scheduled programming (laughs) so honey any other kind of changes that we've experienced maybe positive or negative from joining since joining the lifestyle yeah freezing (laughs) that's since the move to colorado (laughs) not not since the lifestyle (laughs) For me, I don't love going to places where they force you to be naked. Mm-hmm. That's a very uncomfortable place for me to be in. Yeah, because I think that you need to consent to everything in a lifestyle. And that kind of is the opposite of that. I mean, obviously, you're putting yourself at that at that establishment. But to be forced to do something, mm-hmm. it's forced consent. Yeah, I mean, you're agreeing to it. I just It's not the most comfortable for me. I guess you could get in the water and put a towel around you. But it's just never been my favorite thing. And... Some of that came up when we were in France. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it came up a couple times, and it just kind of triggered me, and I didn't like that. So, uh, you know, we would definitely a trap whenever we wanted to go back. We knew we'd had the towel on. Uh, we knew we could get a private room if we wanted to. So for me, that was okay. But mm-hmm. in other instances, I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> it's not my favorite at all. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I mean, our friends didn't really understand where – the feelings were coming from in France. And mm-hmm. uh, so I sat down and explained it to them and they, mm-hmm. it was like a light bulb went off and they're like, why didn't you tell us this beforehand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a longer story, but they didn't understand that it would be uncomfortable for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very apologetic, of course, once they understood everything, but uh, yeah, so that's a, a downside for me. Well, if stuff. people listen to episode 50, <gasps> don't do it. Then <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a, I, I didn't even realize to the extent that it was, but being forced to do something is a trigger to you because mm-hmm. there was a time in your life sure. where you didn't feel like you had control. Boom. Nailed it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's not, not something I enjoy in lifestyle. But, hey, each their own. I choose to be there or not to be there. So, mm-hmm. And I still support, you know, anyone who, who hosts the stuff. I say rock on. It's awesome. And you still encouraged me to go to, like, the foam party and cap dog <laughs> and do the things even of though course, you yeah. were not – feeling up to it no no i felt i was felt safe because uh some of our best friends in the world were there so i trusted them mm-hmm. <laughs> and me well you're okay <laughs> <laughs> of course you but i trusted them to look out for you if you don't have somebody got your back then i would be like oh hell no you're not going by yourself <laughs> in a foreign country where you had to be naked nope <laughs> sorry yeah so those are some great positive and some negative changes that have come out of the lifestyle i guess the only 
other negative thing that I can think of is we have always traveled and done all that through our vanilla life and whatever. And once you're in the lifestyle, you want to plan your vacation and devote all the time that you can to see your lifestyle friends. And when you when you make plan these vacations, it's expensive. Yeah. Lifestyle, I think, I think lifestyle trips automatically, there's a markup on different stuff. Then you need to buy a separate lifestyle wardrobe. There's various mm-hmm. club fees, um, all of it. And some people aren't fortunate enough to live so close to a club. They True. Have to, so then it's adif- additional travel yeah, fees and hotels. And, yeah, exactly. You get all the nightly fees. and Yeah, the costs are definitely, it's not cheap. And I think the only reason why I am even commenting on that is because I think once we got in the lifestyle, we got kind of addicted to it, and we would, we would go out more regularly than we were before. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've kind of talked about changes, positive and negative, since joining the lifestyle. So one of the things that's evolved in our lifestyle journey has been our rules and our boundaries that we set. I know when we first went to the club, we were just going to be in the sexual energy and be in that environment. Mm-hmm. And we planned to do absolutely nothing. And that included not eating dinner, which was a big, bad, <laughs> bad idea. And drinking a lot of alcohol. To... Bad idea number two. <laughs> <laughs> so that first time, we literally were just going to be voyeurs and be around the sexual energy. And mm-hmm. that, was our, th- th- that was our rules at that point. So basically do nothing with anybody else. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, just be in the environment. Mm-hmm. And then what happened the second time we went to the club? <laughs> that rule went out the window? Yeah, I think we talked about what it would look like if we kissed another woman, and then there was a happy volunteer on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So, so after you kissed her, you flipped around, and I got to kiss her. So we're like, okay. Yeah, very, very right. smooth moves there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the, the 180 rotators. <laughs> <laughs> right. So once we experience what that what we both felt like to watch the other kiss another woman and we went home and talked about that, we're like, okay, now now let's just go fuck. <laughs> yeah, like what would happen if you saw me having sex with another woman you know, while we're together, you know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like let's yeah, let's find out. <laughs> so it evolved pretty quickly. That was over what, like 3 weeks? Something like that. And honestly, we didn't really chat with that woman before I had sex with her, and we were okay with that mm-hmm. in the beginning. It wasn't a rule like we had to get to know a woman. It just kind of didn't matter either way. <laughs> you know, it was just we were just there to like have fun. And yeah, we were living in the moment. Just yeah, just having a great time. <laughs> and that, that's one evolution is that we started to really enjoy getting to know a woman before we before we played. <laughs> yeah, I think in the beginning we were very much down to fuck, down to experience everything. Mm -hmm. And that kind of is the mentality at a lot of the swing clubs. A lot, I mean, Mm -hmm. because you're only there for one night. It's not like you're on Mm -hmm. a vacation with these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. So we definitely did that a lot for our first couple of years. And I think that as we started to get to know people and have a lot of recurring partners and getting to know exactly how they like to be touched and getting connected with them on a more than like let's just fuck level Mm -hmm. was so amazing that we totally evolved our approach. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That was a good way to put it. So another boundary which we initially set in stone was absolutely no separate play. Mm -hmm. And that rule 
it has pretty much held consistent where because we do enjoy playing together more. However, we have bent that rule a little bit, and that's only for our closest play friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that one's pretty pretty hard and fast. <laughs> but, you know, it's also I'm, like, in the house under the roof. It's all good. She's like, hey, I'm going to go play with uh, Miss Second Chance or whoever. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm going to hang out with Mr. Second Chance. Right. <laughs> Watch <And> videos. <laughs> but, see, that, that evolved. But then that evolution, it opens up a lot of gray area. Because before, when we were absolutely no separate play, then I knew – 100% where the divider was. Mm-hmm. I think once you kind of opened it up where I was allowed to play with certain select ladies by myself, mm-hmm. then if I'm at a party with them and another woman comes up to me, how do I respond in that situation? Mm-hmm. So it's created a gray area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I trust you and I know we talk about stuff, so it's all good. I mean, but you have that flexibility also to play solo with some of our friends. Yeah, but I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to take the opportunity. I had a dream about it last night, even in my dream with a friend that we play with, Miss Buttercup. So even in my dream, I was like making out with her. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't really play with her because Rachel's not here. <laughs> and you, and you sent that text message to our group this morning, and oh. I was laughing because it goes to. This whole kind of boundary that we have made gray. And Miss Buttercup did make the okay to play as long as you were here mm-hmm. list. When you had your back pain. Oh, yeah. They were here yeah. and That's right. And it was okay. I was like in the surgery ward. <laughs> <laughs> and all here's the head. <laughs> the backboard slamming up against the wall. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. That was not me. I know who, I know who it was. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just going to lay here and listen. <laughs> yeah, that sucked, being in pain like that. Um, so is there has there been any other rules that have evolved? Uh, I mean, we don't have a lot of set-in-stone rules. I mean, a lot of times we're together, and we are making decisions on the fly, right? Yeah, that's fair. Because, like, we, you know, sometimes we have to discuss something, but... You know, over 10 years, there's not a whole lot that comes up, I don't think. All right, babe, uh, I told you I took some notes. Yeah. Coming at you hard. I'm coming at you hot, baby. I'm coming at you. <laughs> Come at me. I'm ready for you. <laughs> All right. What are some uh, personal challenges from some lifestyle experiences? Personal challenges. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. One of my personal challenges is that I've always compartmentalized. So we've had our vanilla life and we've had our swinger life. And I remember I absolutely freaked out the first time that we ran across a work colleague of mine at the club because like, yeah, I was ready to leave. I was ready to abandon ship, get the fuck out because this was my two worlds colliding. And that was very challenging for me. And thanks to you talking some sense into me, I realized that it was that they were there too. And this was like our little secret. And it was okay. People from your vanilla world kind of crossing over into your lifestyle world. And then after I kind of accepted that and overcame that challenge, if you, if you will, it became fun. It became like our little secret that we would run away and mm-hmm. discuss at work. Like, what are you doing this weekend? So that was a, certainly a challenge I overcame. How about something like a personal challenge like you've had to overcome? Um, jealousy. Oh, there you go. Okay. Jealousy is is definitely a real thing and can, and can creep <laughs> up. And 
I know early on in our lifestyle experiences, it came up for both of us if one of us was getting more attention from a woman. And we definitely had some deep diving conversations into that. And what about the situation is making either one of us feel jealous. Yeah. And that's kind of when we learned a little bit about compersion and and mm-hmm. all of the things. So I would say that that was certainly a uh, discovery. Mm-hmm. That's good. How about you? Same. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I can't see your notes. <laughs> uh, well, I don't have a lot of notes because I can't read. <laughs> but you do look really cute in reading glasses. Oh, hell, I got to put them on here. Hang on. <laughs> oh, I'm getting old. I feel like lately I'm like a puzzle that you have to solve in order for me to like be wanting to play. Like it's some weird puzzle and I'm like, I don't even know how to put it together myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think part of it is that like it's it's harder and harder to have more people in our lives like it takes a lot because these friendships get to be and i love it to death uh so i know i sound like an asshole but it's just it takes a lot you know yeah. and i love it it's you know and you, you do anything for your friends and i think i'm just sort of putting the guard up a little bit so that's lately some personal challenges <laughs> so what do you think has created that barrier that you're putting up mm-hmm. or why do you think that you are withdrawing. I know we had a conversation where you, you're like, there's certain times where I feel like you're in the lifestyle and I'm not. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like, I, yeah, I'm sort of like the, the cuck or whatever. <laughs> and I'm okay. Like, I, I feel like because I'm struggling right now to put the puzzle together. So I'm playing less, you know, there's stuff going on mentally, you know, I need to work on. And I know that I'm not afraid to share it. Let's go. <laughs> But I can't blame it all on that. I don't know. I don't know entirely what's going on. But. I mean, part of it was physical as well. You oh, you, you yeah. had your kidney stone and your back injuries for for four months. Pain. That kind of sucked the life out of you for four months. Yeah. Oh, it really did. Yes. <laughs> as we talk about just, that, you're you feeling say, the pain. I'm like, wait a minute, my back's kind of hurting right now. <laughs> I'm all hunched over right here. <laughs> I'm sure there's a million personal challenge things I, I should have sat down and thought about but i figured i'd share one that you didn't know about perhaps so one of your challenges now is trying solving to solving the puzzle baby and how can i help you with solving that puzzle do you have any scissors <laughs> maybe some thread <laughs> we'll, i do we'll have, make that I, puzzle work somehow <laughs> i do have a friend who knows how to do a sewing machine i know she's awesome the nerds <laughs> i don't know we're working on it i'm working on it talking to my therapist working on it okay well, enough about personal discoveries and deep, deep <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> deep thoughts. You're handy. <laughs> Let's get into memorable moments in the lifestyle. Honey, can you recall maybe your top three most memorable moments in, uh, in our decade of decadence? I know one of them would definitely be our first time at Trapeze. Okay. For sure. That's indelible. That <laughs> one's not on my list, but I'm very happy it's on what? yours. Yeah. Oh my God. That's like maybe number two on my list. Okay. So first time on a trapeze. So what in your mind stands out about that first time? Oh, the energy and the, everyone's so nice. Cause you know, they want to bang you, but that's okay. They're still, <laughs> they're still nice and respectful. Just seeing someone get eaten out on the dance floor. Yeah. It was so eye opening, huh? I was like, Whoa, I didn't know this could happen. <laughs> it, was, it was just a whole new universe that was very accepting. And, uh, for us at least thankfully yeah just blew my mind 
and it got us going back the next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and again, and again, and again. Yes. How about you, babe? So it's interesting that you called out our first club night. What I have as my first one is our first girl pile. <laughs> and I have it on here not because it was the best one. Um, oh, ouch. <laughs> not, <laughs> not because it was the best one, but not, but because it was our first one on our first lifestyle cruise. And it was fucking awesome. It was in the presidential suite. And we somehow amassed quite a group of ladies that <laughs> first trip. <laughs> yeah what, what, it was about an eight pile yeah <laughs> eight pile up yep in the presidential suite <laughs> yeah so the the gentlemen were uh were watching as the ladies were playing in case you're unfamiliar with a girl pile term or you hadn't puzzled, puzzled that one together yet <laughs> that was quite a night i do remember playing on the floor though so that might be why it wasn't quite one yeah. of the top ones <laughs> okay <laughs> it was in the center of the floor and also this was our first experience doing this. And I know I kept Mm -hmm. making contact with you, making sure we were okay and all the things, but it was still pretty fucking hot. Oh yeah, it was amazing. It was a bunch of beautiful women and some stuff I'd never seen before. Yeah, oh, the squirting. (laughs) Yeah, just the squirt off was impressive. They got some distance. I think the ship might have like gone off course for a second with all (laughs) all the squirting that was going on. So the presidential suite had the private balcony and that was impressive watching those ladies with the squirt off and how quick they squirted yeah and the distance (laughs) i mean i've i think i have sort of evolved somewhat into a squirter or a gusher i I think i'm more of a gusher because i don't squirt like that with the distance at all reach gushmore (laughs) (laughs) it's a new porn name (laughs) oh geez (laughs) All right, baby. How about another memorable moment in our decade of lifestyle? Um, it was uh, on the boat in, in France, on the French Riviera, with just some amazing people. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, I also have 2017 French Riviera. Oh, score. Um, Same one. On my list, but I think mine is a little bit of a different memory, so I oh. want you to finish. Yours was just about being on the boat and yeah, being together. Just, okay. It was yeah, absolutely amazing. Okay. The memory like of most memorable that came to me was when we went to Les Rochers de Secret, that uh-huh. the nude island with the Swingers Resort. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically it was Cindy and Luke and the Frenchies and us, the six of us by the pool mm-hmm. uh, the next day. And mm-hmm. all six of us like played just with our partners, like next to each other by the pool. And like, it was overlooking probably the most Mm -hmm. picturesque, amazing area. And it was a a wonderful reconnection just to be with your partner and watch your friends. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it was so fucking hot. Mm -hmm. That was was a good way to wrap up the trip. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Nice. All right. So then what's your third top uh, memorable moments? Um, the first meet and greet on the first cruise we we had in port we hadn't even left and we already said we we're going to book the next cruise uh yeah so the meet and greet was a blast i remember so much fun oh it was awesome so that'd be my, my another one for me my final most memorable moment is sort of a cheat because i wrote tiff's multiple birthday celebrations oh time many times over because <laughs> i literally have felt 
Like it's my birthday too. And we have had (laughs) just some absolutely fabulous play experiences on your birthdays. Mm Mm-hmm. We uh, were lucky enough to celebrate with Cindy Luke this past month. Yes, we did. We (laughs) did. We were not we were not on the cruise in November. Instead, we were we were in New York with Cindy and Luke, and then we went to Philadelphia. And Cindy and I ran the Philly half marathon. Yeah, you kicked ass, ladies. (laughs) Thank you, love. So well. And you and Luke failed at your attempt to do a. Philly cheesesteak marathon. We had planned to eat as many cheesesteaks as we could find. And how many did you eat? Well, you and I ended up splitting one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a delicious cheesesteak. And actually my first authentic one. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think you failed at your marathon. I totally failed. <laughs> you killed it at yours. Mine was downhill. Nope, nope, nope. nope. I mean, I could go on and on with memorable moments about lifestyle experiences. I mean, I was just limiting it to top three. And like I said, I cheated by saying Tiff's birthday is every year. Every single year. <laughs> because oh, 50 is going to be a bash. Get ready. Oh, shit. <laughs> just a warning. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm ready to plan it. Oh, we will be on the cruise uh, in 2024, though. So I think that one be my birthday. It will be over your birthday, yes. Giddy So if some people want to help us make uh, some more memorable moments on Tiff's birthday, please come find us. What Do you know what room we are? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but you can check out our website. It's got a sapphicswinger.blogspot.com. Yeah, it has a booking link if you want to join us for 2024. Yeah. And uh, if you join us, we'll definitely tell you what cabin we're in. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so memorable moments. Yeah, those have been hot and incredible. Um, are there any kind of biggest fail moments or awkward moments that you can recall, honey, in our 10 years? Oh, there's definitely been a bunch. But I may have thought of one that we haven't talked about. Mm. But the unicorn? You got to tell me more information. I, I need to tell you because I'm not sure if you remember. <laughs> Try me, baby. All right, so, so you're, you're oh you're saying it was an epic fail so I've blocked it out of my mind. I kind of been trying to. That's why I'm in therapy. <laughs> so it's really hot. Unicorn reaches out to us on one of the sites and uh, wants to grab a beer and see if we get some chemistry. And we're like, oh hell yes! I mean, how often does a beautiful unicorn reach out? So we meet up at a bar and it's kind of like a little tricky place to to find in, in Fort Lauderdale. And she's looking for us. She can't quite find us. So we have gotten lost driving there. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. Probably second time, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she calls me, and I'm outside, you know, trying to flag her down. And I see a woman walk up who looks nothing at all like the photo oh, that we no. saw on the website. So we'll call her Heather. And I walk up. I'm like, Heather, hey, you made it. Great. I'm Tiffany. She's like, I'm not Heather. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and then finally the hot blonde pulls up. I'm like, yes. Um, Heather. Yeah. Heather. So she comes on in, but it's like a Wednesday night. We're just kind of, you know, checking each other out, making sure everything's, everything's good. And of course, like, I think I was working from home or something. So I'm like, Rachel, Rachel, we can play, we can play tonight. We can play tonight. And Rachel's like, no. Yeah. I have to get up for work. <laughs> so, um, you know, we say goodnight and we make plans to have her over on a Friday or Saturday or something like that. And so me and, me and Rachel are like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cook dinner. Nothing, you know, too garlicky, nothing too beanie, <laughs> da-da-da, you know, make sure it's a good, nice, easy dinner. And then we're going we're gonna to go upstairs, and we got the candle here, we got the lotion here, we got the music playing. 
And we like have it all mapped out. I don't remember mapping this all oh out. Oh my god, we did. <laughs> I was like, all right, what music should we play? It was so nerdy. It was pretty early on because we were in our townhouse. So the plan's going off fine, no problem. She comes over, we have dinner. Oh god. And we go upstairs, and you know the the nights play it out. You know, I'd ran upstairs and lit the candle and turn the music, turn the music on and. Where was I? You were probably downstairs, like hanging out with her while I set it all up. So she comes upstairs and she's like, "Did y'all plan this out?" <laughs> oh shit! I don't remember this. Oh my! I, oh my! You blocked it out. It was so embarrassing. I'm like, no, not at all. Did did our plans come to fruition? Yeah, we had sex, but it was embarrassing sex. <laughs> it just felt off after the whole. We got busted. Oh, my God. I remember. It was, it was, I love the fact that you're crying, oh re- recalling this. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. It was, yeah, it was a big fail. But, like, we're trying to, like, set the mood. But, like, so early on, we made it so nerdy about it, you know. I truly don't remember that. Oh, God. I can't <laughs> Oh, my God. That is so fucking funny. I literally have zero recollection of that. I remember when we had a unicorn sleepover that snored oh, a story, lot story and Mary, yeah. and i literally could not understand how you could sleep i ended I up going out of beer i ended up going downstairs i remember <laughs> and sleeping on the couch but that was definitely not a fail that was a, a great experience with her just not good sleeping together <laughs> after uh, after the playtime yeah i <laughs> know poor thing yeah she was adorable i guess we have got a couple unicorns yeah we get hall pass ladies but not too many unicorns. Well, I guess we don't call them unicorns when they are married and they oh, get a hall, a hall pass, pass to play with yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, th- they are our unicorn for the night, but they're not a unicorn. <laughs> U-F-T-N. <laughs> unicorn for the night. U-F-T-N. <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying now too with you. <laughs> there should be stickers, unicorn for the night. I'm your unicorn for the night. <laughs> and Tiff's going to write you a hit song on the ukulele. <laughs> With backups by Mr. Nerdy. <laughs> oh, goodness. The weed is kicking in, honey, oh, huh? Oh, God. I'm drinking diet soda. <laughs> <laughs> but you had weed eggs this morning. Weed eggs. <laughs> you sound like the, the weed had eggs. And I cooked them up. <laughs> oh, good lord! Yeah, so I I don't necessarily consider us planning out the evening <laughs> from start to finish to be a fail, but it's so interesting that uh, that she called us out on that. It's yeah, and I and I have blocked it out clearly because, because we're just like so like mechanically done. Would you like a massage now? <laughs> no, it is Tiff's turn. Do you like all the hands on you? <laughs> <laughs> did, did we have it mapped out by time too? Now that. she gets a, she gets a fifteen minute massage. Now, touch but, the vagina. <laughs> are you a robot? I'm not a robot. That is really funny. The robot is leaking. Yeah, the only fail that I can really think of is maybe like failure to launch in the sense that we drank too much on a certain <laughs> occasion and the night didn't go where we thought it was going to go. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. We could, you could do, you could do, you know, two hour episode on all the fails. But I think, you know, generally speaking, you know, failure not to, 
remove yourself from an uncomfortable situation it would be pretty big <laughs> yeah yeah and we've learned that and talked about that before because we had a situation like that and everyone's you know, had we've had you know, everyone's had them everyone's had them yeah where you just don't speak up because it's uncomfortable at that point and you deal with it right well it depends is my neck uncomfortable <laughs> or is there like a penis coming at me <laughs> No Cause, penises. Because one of us be like, that's, that's not just uncomfortable, that's something else. Speaking of uncomfortable situations, <laughs> well, let's wrap this up with uh, any thoughts you have for our goals or anything for the next year with uh, Lifestyle. Ooh, I certainly have some goals. First one is finishing off our sex room. Yeah, yeah. And hosting a small party with some mm. good friends. That is on my goal for this year. I like that. So, wait a minute. <clears throat> we used to joke about having women in our, our dungeon. Right? Yeah. Now... <laughs> and now, we, and now we have a dungeon. Well, we have a basement. That, uh-uh, yeah, we have a dungeon. We have a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> that locks from the outside. Oh, no. <laughs> if only I had a screwdriver. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So, that is on my goal. Another goal is an easy one to accomplish. I mean, we could do it tonight if we wanted to. Oh. We're not going to the ranch tonight, but if we were going to the <laughs> ranch, it is to fuck in the sex wing at the ranch. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I like the way they have it set up. So yeah. you get some privacy. Because, you know, the the little penis chair at Trap, it was mm-hmm. in the shape of a penis. Yep. I do recall. <laughs> For those who haven't been there, you just lay back. You're basically laying on top of a foam penis. Mm-hmm. And everyone could be all around you. But it looks like the one at Scarlet Ranch, you can just kind of have a little privacy back there. Yeah. So that's how my goal is for this year. How about you, honey? Yeah, that's that's good. Well, we're going there on uh, one of these Sundays, so maybe we can try it out. Oh, Sunday <laughs> Funday would be a good one because it's going to be way less crowded. And you could be listening to football yeah. while you're having sex. <laughs> I Wait, I that. think they scored a touchdown in the oh, in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> that place is awesome. I love going there on Sundays. And the food is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, it's a cool place. The food is good on Saturday, too. But. It, it is. Yes, you are correct. But they have, like, a big-ass menu for for, uh, for lunch. Yeah. I'm excited for that. <laughs> How about you? Some goals for this year? Um, I have more, but I, I want to give you an opportunity. Well, you know, before I can get to sex goals, I, I want to get, you know, a little more mentally right. So that's my, my main goal right now. It's got to be it, because once that gets in place, then all the other stuff will fall in place. And you know that I'm here to assist you any way I can mm-hmm. with that. I know, and I love you. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's a great goal. Mm-hmm. And my second goal is to get my groove back. <laughs> what was that? Stella, Stella gets how her Tiff, groove back? How Tiff got her groove back. <laughs> how Tiff got her groove back. I like those. Mm-hmm. I like those a lot. Well, as you work on getting your groove back, I would like us to work on building relationships in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I think that we had such a fantastic well, and we still do. A mm-hmm. uh, fantastic group of friends in Florida mm-hmm. and and friends from the cruises. And that I really want to work on developing that friend circle up here. That's a good one. Absolutely. I'm digging all yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's another one. So this is not a goal. This is more of an intention for this year mm-hmm. for a specific night, a specific experience with you as mm-hmm. you get your groove back. So we just talked about visiting Cindy and Luke this yep. past month for your birthday. And one of the things that we did in New York is we went to the Museum of Sex. Mm-hmm. And that was so fucking cool. And as you're going through all the exhibits and the interactive games in the museum, naturally you get turned on. 
And they had told us about them going one time and getting so turned on that they went and had sex in the bathroom next to the bar <laughs> at the bottom of the at, at the bottom of the museum. And Cindy was telling me this story, and I was just thinking in my head how fucking hot that is. You know what? You're just absolutely living in the moment and mm-hmm. and doing that. And so my intention slash goal with you this year is to do something similar, be spontaneous and just like tease each other and go have sex somewhere naughty. (laughs) I like that. I mean, it could be on a hike somewhere. There's so many opportunities in Colorado for for that, right? (laughs) Yes, I haven't really scattered out sex spots on our hikes, but I can. (laughs) Well, not when it's freezing cold in the winter. So this is going to be more of a summer goal if it's going to be on a hike. (laughs) No, I get it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, so maybe we're at a distillery and we're just thinking naughty thoughts and teasing each other and we go into the bathroom there and fuck or go fucking outside in the parking lot. I don't know, just somewhere naughty. Mm-hmm. That's th- th- that's my intention. Mm-hmm. I like that. And if I put that out there as an intention, it's going to happen. Yeah, that's what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because we are going out tonight. We're going to have some wine, so there's, there's a chance for some public naughty sex. Tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is actually in a really nice winery. <laughs> She's got a big old smile now. Nope. All right. <laughs> well, I better wrap this up then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some upcoming stuff we got going on. I think we're looking at going to be at the uh, Scarlet Ranch for New Year's Eve. Yes. So if you're going to go and want to reach out uh, ahead of time, uh, you can catch us, Suffolk Swingers, on uh, X or Twitter or whatever it's called. Suffolk Swingers at Gmail. And our website, sapphicswingers.blogspot.com. And then in 2024, we are going to Secrets Hideaway in March. It's the Eye Candy Weekend. I think it's March 14th through 17th. Mm-hmm. And we are going with the FSU OG group. Yeah. It's lots of fun, friends. going to be there. Yes. <laughs> Buck shit up at Secrets Orlando. Yes. So holler if you're going to be there. Uh, thanks you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we hope you like this little uh, wrap-up of the last 10 years. It only took like 10 minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> it has been quite a decade, and it's been fun thinking about those experiences. Yeah. And how we have grown in the last decade. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon. <laughs>